0: You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Back to the um, twist in the Nash crash. Turns out, yes, the PM's office knew of the letter that Nash wrote to his donors, and yet they did nothing about it. The government are arguing people in the office didn't work out its seriousness. They said sorry, and they hope that's the end of that. Well, is it? National Deputy Leader Nicola Willis is with us. A very good morning to you.
1: and Good morning to you,
0: Mike. So was, the word cons- was it conspiracy you used in the House yesterday that was ruled out?
1: Uh, Look, a conspiracy in the dictionary uh, is defined as uh, a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. Uh, And what happened here is that there was a cover-up that started in Minister Nash's office and the Prime Minister's office had their hands all over it.
0: You don't accept that the tremendous amount of paperwork comes into the office, they have a look at it, they miss it, they don't understand the consequence, they move on. You don't accept that?
1: Well, here are the facts of the matter. Uh, according to the Prime Minister's timeline, Nash got asked for his emails to his donors. He knew that was a worrying email, so it got kicked upstairs to the Prime Minister's office. There were three discussions with the Prime Minister's office about that request for the donor emails. There was much toing and froing. We know because it took weeks for them to respond. Need to only take twenty days, and when they did respond. They made a decision, but no, they wouldn't release the email because it couldn't have been written in his ministerial capacity. Which is just laughable, Mike, because here's the thing. The email was about what happened at Cabinet. And last time I checked, local MPs don't get to go to Cabinet. So look, the PM's office was involved here. I've worked in a Prime Minister's office. As soon as you get a minister calling you about an email to a donor, an alarm bell goes off, I think. I've never come across that before, but I'd be looking at it pretty carefully and thinking to myself, gosh, what's the right thing to do here? And somehow that judgment wasn't made in the Prime Minister's office.
0: Let me play you what he said. This is Nash on the 3rd of June on this program as regards being a local MP or a minister. I'm not too sure who will make the announcement, but it doesn't really matter who makes the announcement. It is a fact that the, you know, there will be an announcement this week. So rent relief, um, but- commercial rent relief is coming. Well, there'll be an announcement. Well, I'm going to say, Mike, is there'll be an announcement this week. But this isn't this isn't as simple as it sounds. You know, we're talking about contract law here. You know, I'm working hard on this as Minister of Small Business. Um, you know, we're we're very keen to make an announcement this week. Right. So I'm working hard on this as Minister of Small Business. You can't then claim to be a local MP, can you?
1: No, you can't. And the reason that he was aware of what had happened at cabinet because, was because he was a minister at cabinet. The reason he was able to communicate with his donors about it was because he was a minister with access to information about it. Clearly, this was an email he was writing uh, in relation to his ministerial responsibilities. I think it is such a significant break of the Official Information Act that clearly his office knew what they were doing.
0: And this and so this is the next part where it becomes legal because it is illegal to do what they did with the Official Inform- Information Act. Is that correct?
1: Well, what you can't do uh, is mislead uh, people about why you've withheld information under the Official Information Act. And we understand that there was an ombudsman's investigation begun into this. If it wasn't completed. I think the ombudsman will have another look at it. And it will be ultimately for the ombudsman to judge what has gone on here. But look, here's the basic thing. In New Zealand, we have these rules that say, look, if you're in a really serious role, public information uh, needs to be made available. We had a journalist who said, I want the emails that this minister has been sending to donors. He asked for them, and and he did not receive them, even though he should have. That's wrong, and let's be clear. This was a very incriminating email. It was such an incriminating email that it has led to Mr Nash's second. Exactly. So everyone knew it was a dodgy email and they didn't want it to see the light of day.
0: Short of anything new coming to light, them saying they didn't see it, it's a mistake, they apologise, that's the end of it, that is actually the end of it, isn't it?
1: Well, either it's such a significant error that it raises serious questions about the culture and standards in the Prime Minister's offer, or... Together they decided they'd find a convenient reason not to release what was clearly a very dodgy email, which raises a bigger question about how many other things they are hiding. So either this is a major error, and actually action needs to be taken to fix up the standards in the Prime Minister's office,
0: yeah.
1: or this was part of a pattern of behaviour in the beehive, which raises much bigger questions about their relationship with transparency and official information.
0: You have a good weekend. Appreciate it very much. Nicola Willis, the, uh, the National Party Deputy Leader. For more from the Mike Asking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.